Yes, so it's episode two of season four, and we have the Nguenyamas. But I'm not gonna say much, I'm just gonna let y'all introduce yourselves and, um, yeah, tell us how you met. Hi, by the way. <laughs> Hi, Dineo, and we're the Nguenyamas. I am Sacrament. Hi, I do know I'm Majuba. We met at a place called Oshane College in Pumalanga. I, w- <laughs> I was there for school and he was there for a plumbing course. Yeah, well, while I was just hanging out with a couple of guys, I heard I heard this voice from outside and I came out of the room to see who it was. <laughs> at that point, she was talking to some of the guys some of the guys on the bell on like the balcony, the guy the the guys tried to, were trying to hit on her, so she she decided she's going to try and baffle them with English for some reason. I wasn't baffling, baby. You're trying to give them bat in a very nice way. <laughs> so I show I show up right. I can't remember what I said. I don't think she can either. But for some reason she just bolted. After I spoke, she took one look at me and she ran. She <laughs> ran around the corner and she disappeared. <laughs> yeah, basically that was it. And I came back the few days later. You didn't come back. I had to oh. look for you for three days. <laughs> I had to look for you for three days. And only after three days did I find you. And then you gave me your number and your name. And I thought that was fake. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's how we met. I ran away. And fate brought us together. (laughs) That is such a cool story. Like, oh my gosh, like, sis ran for her life. But um, now I just want to find out from y'all. So how did the transition happen from her running away (laughs) to actually it becoming a relationship? Like, were you guys friends in between or what's the story? So we we spoke for we spoke throughout the duration of the camp and then three weeks later I I asked her out. We spoke over the phone for a, like a while. I think it was like what couple couple months. Mm-hmm. Then there was a period where we, after that we broke up and went radio silence for a bit. And then January the next year in 2012, we met up. I think she she I don't remember the exact date, but she says I picked her up like right before my birthday, and we we started we hit it off again. We started talking. Yeah, it was after your birthday. Remember, we made the like like you threw a coin in the sewer and wishing well, and you made a wish and whatnot. <laughs> yes. So now on we didn't we still weren't dating. We're still we're still at that point. We're still friends. When we met up again, we were still just friends, and then around the 29th of february wait 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 this is my turn okay so i was listening to metro fm and i was still in joburg at school still, i was telling the story yes yes i do and then i was into metro it was leap year and then the like the guy there was like oh so it's the 29th of february you know leap year and whatnot it's it's like it's the turn for girls to ask guys out so girls, you know, if there's a guy they like and you know what not and what not, you should ask him out. I'm like, yes. So I texted him. I'm like, hey, 
do you want to be my like my boyfriend he's like are you serious and i was like if you say yes then i'm dead serious if you say no no i was just kidding i was tempted to say no just for kicks but i said yes <laughs> and then we officially started dating until and then i asked her to marry me what year was it not the day i propose you don't remember either yes <laughs> Of course. Okay, how long have we been married? Because <laughs> we'll be all that matters is that I, at the end of the day, I asked you to marry me. Yeah. And that's why we're married. We've been married. We'll, we'll be married for five years in December. Oh, this December of this year will be five years. Yes. We were married in 2015. Yeah. December 2015. Yeah. Okay, this is a really cool story, but I just want to find out. So, when did the transition really happen? Because, like, for most couples, they can clearly say, like, we were friends for seven years. Then we, you know what I'm trying to say. So, when did the transition take place for you guys? The transition took place when I asked him out. I asked him to be my boyfriend. And that's how the transition went. <laughs> I just jumped right into it. Pretty smooth transition, <laughs> I, I would say. Just two feet in the water. Yes, we were friends first. For how long? Um, almost like a year, a couple of months, like six months, a year. But it was it's the kind of the kind of we built we built we built a strong friendship like in that period of time. So when we started dating, we already kind of knew that okay, this is this is my person. Mm, did you? Yeah, I did. I mean, if y'all, just by the way, if y'all forgot because of Roro the V, um, it's still a leap year. Like 2020 is a leap year. So if you also want to be having an interview with your husband five years from now, babes, you may want to be the one that shoots the shot. Okay. Um, lol, I am not in the WhatsApp group though. Like if you have the courage, do it. And let me know how that goes. Maybe I'll interview you and your husband next. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm having such a blast. Like, I think I say that all the time and y'all don't believe me. But anyway, let's just get serious now. Getting back to the conversation. So I just want to find out um, from y'all. Because now the main thing that I want to get out of this um, episode is just maybe looking at how the childhoods and upbringings of each individual kind of comes into play into building the relationship and building the home and building how you then um, choose to look after your children, how to build your family. So take me through that. How was your childhoods individually and how have you come together? Like what, what common ground have you both come to, to say, this is how we're going to be raising our kids. Well, I grew up, at church with both my grandmother and my mom so my up it wasn't it wasn't really strict but it was more reserved and i never really liked things my parents were were chilled about about everything except boys my mom was not having the boys thing but my upbringing was was good good principles, good morals, you know, sort how to pray and, and whatnot. And being independent, <laughs> being a woman and being independent is what, like, that's the one thing that I was taught strongly. 
my upbringing wasn't yeah my my upbringing was was quite a bit strict but i also was an extremely chaotic child in the sense that things would be broken if we were left alone if there was silence you'd have to be afraid <laughs> but our pair like my parents my parents made sure that i always knew the difference between right and wrong and that I knew what it was like to take responsibility for the things I did. So, my upbringing wasn't too shabby. So, basically, the one thing that my husband taught me is talking. God knows he was terrible at that. I'm more of the the emotional being in this in this in this parenting and relationship thing, and he's the rational one. So we sit down, we figure things out. I bring the emotions, he brings the the rational. Sometimes it trumps the emotion because you know rational and whatnot. We basically just try and communicate as as best we can to each other. Sometimes she's wrong, sometimes she's right, sometimes I'm wrong, sometimes I'm right. And we just have to talk. Basically. Okay, so um, I get that. But you know, like, <laughs> I'm literally getting tongue-tied as I want to ask this. But, you know, I get that you, 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 you speak through things and everything. But, I mean, you guys have not been parents yet. And some people get married and they immediately start having children. So they figure out their marriage with kids or with a kid. Um, but you guys were married for, like, what, five years before you had kids. And then you had two for the price of one. Um, so how, like, how has your relationship changed since the girls almost the ladies since the girls um came into the picture i don't think our relationship has changed because like i said i feel like our relationship is based on communicating sometimes it's, it's bad sometimes it's good communication but overall we communicate so not much has changed the relationship itself like between us hasn't changed but how we handle situations kind of has because our children are like a, a, are now our number one priority so yeah. whenever i think of let's say for example now during corona the, the coronavirus if i weigh people in terms of like importance it would be our children then my wife and then me <laughs> I feel so important. <laughs> Don't worry, you still come before me. But, you know, like, even if she weighs it, she'd be like, the children? And then, and then, and then, like, maybe me and then herself. Definitely, who, that's who, how it goes. Like, and the level of importance. So, like, our relationship itself hasn't changed, but the thing we prioritize the most now is everything we do always. Revolves around our kids. Always revolves around the kids. Yeah. Okay, so um, I I love the fact that you guys have found 
I almost want to say common ground in your child rearing, especially now that you're stuck in the house with the babies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to also find out. So like on a, on the real, like both of y'all grew up Moss in, in, I almost want to say similar communities. Um, and I was saying the other day when we were literally talking about that struggle, like Sacramento, which is my village, like that I'm super proud of. And she said that, um, Mr. N is from Ikamasu. I don't know if it's Kamasuko Emasuko. Like guys, don't come for me. But anyway, yeah. Um, you guys are from similar communities, but not really like the same. You know, even when you speak of your childhoods, it's not really the same. So I just want to find out from you guys, like, are there any differences that you found out um only once you were married? Because I assume you guys didn't live together before marriage or any of that. So are there any differences that you were like, whoa, that you found out only once you were married? And if yes, how did you deal with them? We realized, we didn't realize our differences once we got married. We spent so much time with each other before we got married that we knew yeah. we knew how different we were in different situations in terms of our spending habits, our cleanliness habits. God knows you weren't clean. <laughs> uh, hey. I am the one saving us money. Let's call, let's calm down. <laughs> so we we like we honestly think you have to know know your differences before you get married. Yeah. You have to try and at least find for the most part. Yeah, and before you get married, like you spend a lot of time together. So that gives you time like gives you like time to talk things like random things. Yeah. Like remember how we talked about like raising our kids before we had kids and we were just dating. Yeah. But not that cute stuff where people name their kids and be like suddenly and two day, two days later they're posting about how 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 they're going to start praying more and more. <laughs> no, just random things of how we want to raise our kids, which schools we want to send them to. It's really weird. Actually yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> It's weird, but we we had to get on the same page about a lot of things. Yeah. With all our differences intact. Yeah. Cool. I feel like this does not like this should not end. Like this should never never end. And I'm going to reiterate so that there's proof. Everybody who listens to this is my witness that I am invited by myself to the Nguyama house for coffee and cake. Um I I I assume that mrs n and i are the only ones who are going to be drinking the coffee but i'll buy oris on my way there um for mr n and we will have coffee oris and cake at the Nguyama house after the row row yes so y'all my witnesses okay fam <laughs> but yeah before we get to the end i have two last questions and now it's the love question um how did you guys know that like how did you know that you were each other's one how I knew my husband was the one. She took one look at me and she. <laughs> oh, I just knew. I knew. I know that this is not like the best explanation, but I knew from the moment I heard his voice that this person is the person. Like the way I felt at that moment when I, I didn't even see his face, but when I heard his voice, I'm like, whoa. 
what is that and why does it make me feel this way and that's why i ran yeah you ran and you left me very traumatized <laughs> because I'm, I'm sitting there out there thinking i must be the ugliest guy in the world i scared a person off never in my but life but i didn't see your happened. face i didn't know that <laughs> I, like i didn't see his face because it was dark and it was at night but the way i felt when he's i don't know maybe it was like god sent i don't know how other people feel but i just knew like, i really just knew from that like that second i heard his voice i'm like yep mm-hmm. this is the person that's mm, making me feel things i don't even know what they are did you notice how did you know i was the one babe how i knew i knew that i was going to spend like that you were it but the moment i knew i was going to marry you we were just sitting on a couch and i was just looking at you <laughs> we're watching cartoons with a, bl- a blanket on us it was cold and then i thought to myself i'm gonna marry this girl and then i told her i'm, go- I'm gonna marry <laughs> I told I told her out loud I'm like I'm going to marry you and she just looked at me and I was like this guy is playing games. Yeah, you know how guys always promise people marriage and I'm like that. Nah, no, I, I love you but you know I don't know this it's pretty it's pretty it's like 2 years into the relationship. I said I was going to marry it wasn't even 2 years in. No, it wasn't. This is oh this one you gave me the teddy. No. It was no. like it was less than like a year into our relationship. Yeah. And I was like I'm I'm going to marry you, and you didn't believe me. You no, didn't I did believe. not. Of course, I don't believe you. I even got a ring. I even got her ring size without her knowing. Yeah, I that bought, was, that I was some some tricky stuff. I, I got her like some some non nonsense promise ring, just so I can get her finger measurements, and then I went to get the ring resized without her knowing. Me- off no. of that measurement. Oh no, and baby! To get the promise <laughs> ring off her finger, I had to convinced her she lost it so she took it off and then i grabbed it <laughs> she took it off i think you're washing dishes or something and then i took it and then i was like uh, and then she's like i lost it she figured out she's like i lost it and i felt bad for her. and then i told her look i'm gonna get it polished instead and i did get it polished mm-hmm. but i also got it measured and resized no baby like and 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 the the wedding ring thing that was tricky too yeah, that's how I got your wedding ring size. What? Guys, yeah, I imagine. Used the promise ring. And then you 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 made us go into the shop where you had me put my wedding ring on without even me knowing and I loved it like yeah, from the I, moment I saw I tricked her, her into into like putting on her own wedding ring and then we left the shop and she didn't know. She's like I love this ring and I'm like I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> And for the final question, what advice would you guys give to young people who are looking to get married on how to choose a spouse, what to look for when courting and building towards marriage and all those nice things. So like, what's your overall advice to young people who are looking to get married and be like, yo, one of these days, other than the fact that they should shoot their shots, of course. (laughs) I don't think... Well, where do we start? Let's okay. go with people. Let's give people unsolicited advice. <laughs> okay. 
what advice would you give to young people going to get married? Um, look for someone who's trying to walk the walk with you. Don't don't look for someone you think is right for you, but look for someone who you share values with. You may differ on certain points, but look someone who's willing to communicate, meet you on the middle ground, someone who's willing to work with you through life because marriage is a lifelong partnership and you will disagree. You will fight, but you need to communicate and work your way through all of those struggles. Basically, I think you should find someone that, you know, is willing to learn and be taught because I've learned a lot of things from my husband, things I didn't think I even needed to know or wanted to know and even things about myself. Find someone that, you know, when they're teaching you and you're learning from them, it comes from a place of love, not forcing change because I think that's a mistake most people make that I can change this person. And also, communication is very important. That's something. Um, that yeah. So someone that you can actually talk openly with about things. Uncomfortable things. Everything, actually. And your parents influence your choice and decision who you marry. No, your parents are not going to spend their lives with that person. What are you doing? No. <laughs> Basically, if we had to listen to our parents about the people we married or dated, yeah, no, nothing would ever work. Because personally, from experience, <laughs> parents don't know anything about... Nobody knows what they're doing. Okay, don't don't ignore red flags if they give you warnings, but don't, yeah. don't be the person that's going to go solely on the word of your parents. Parents, yeah. You also need to know what you want and and take charge of that and expect accept the responsibility and everything that comes with it. You can't put that on your parents. No. You so, ask them for advice on how to handle stuff, but you can't leave that decision up to them. No, I don't think you ever should actually. Like 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 baby says heed advice about it's up to you, because you're the one that will spend the rest of your life with that person, not your parents. Wow, how time flies when you're having fun. Thank you so, so, so much, Mr. and Mrs. N. I am so grateful from one lion to another. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for gracing this platform. Um, I appreciate you all. I appreciate your input. And I hope that you all won't be strangers, that the fam will be hearing from you all again. And I will see you when Corona ends for that coffee, oros, and cake date. Um, I love you guys so much. And in case you all did not know, you all are literally my friends in my head. Um, you all are my family in my head. So I'm really glad that I cannot have proof that I know y'all. <laughs> but thank you so much. And thank you all for listening, family. We'll see you back here on Monday with yet another exciting episode in the season of conversations. From me, Cousin K, and the Guanyamas. Bye. Bye.